All right, Prince of Pucks, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, Shime says bet a hockey game at this point. Just bet the hockey game. Devils in 60, money line. Woke up today. Check the DK Live app. Was it five or six to one? Easy winner last night, Shine. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Mike. Yeah, it was five to one. Easy, easy winner for uh, for us. Uh, yeah, last night uh, it was a little little nerve wracking in the first period when no goals were scored. I was like, oh boy, not this again. But we ended up being perfectly a okay, and I was uh, very happy with it. Oh, listen to the Shine's voice. The day after the day after home from Vegas, you sounded so much better today. You sound alive today. Got I feel some great. Sleep last night. You sound good. You Thank sound good you. This morning. Thank you. I feel wonderful today. Uh, we don't have the Patri- we don't have the Patriots. We there's a there's no real Patriots update. I, I we'll get to the NFL in a second. We don't have the Bruins tonight. They're off until tomorrow. We do have the Celtics who have just been unbelievable. Uh, one of the favorites now, heavy favorites to to come out of the Eastern Conference. Jason Tatum, uh, second or third choice depending on when you look for the MVP. You know what I'm going to do, Chris Shime? I'm going to walk right into that, and I'm fading the Celtics tonight. Hawks Woo! at home getting three points. Uh, they've been a very good defensive team this year. The Celtics' offensive efficiency has been off the charts good, dare I say, like almost impossible to keep up. When you look at their offensive efficiency numbers, was looking at uh, just yesterday, it was maybe 538 or one of the NBA offensive analytics sites. Like they're on pace to have the best offensive year in the history of them charting this stuff in the NBA. And now they go on the road against a good Atlanta team. They face some bad defensive teams recently. I have a lot of faith in the Celtics scoring points, a lot of faith in Jason Tatum, but at some point, Shine, at some point, they're not going to show up, roll out of bed, and score 125 points. And on the road tonight against Atlanta, who's third place in the division, give me the Hawks as a home dog plus three tonight against the Celtics. The Celtics will be fine long term, but it feels like a good spot while they're on the road, while they're playing so well. I, I, I can't I can't just blindly keep saying they're going to you know win every single game. You've done that with the Bruins, to your credit. Yep. I, I can't do it with the Celtics. So I'm going to take the Hawks getting three points at home tonight. Uh, I would not be solely shocked if the Celtics or the Hawks win this game outright because they're due for some regression of the mean. The Celtics are really good. They're just not this good offensively. So I'm going to try to fade them tonight. I get that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to uh I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to I'm not going to make a bet on this game to be honest with you. Uh, I'm just You don't bet the NBA anyway. You no, I NHL. do. I do bet you the do NBA not. occasionally here and there when I have a good feeling on something uh and a good conviction. Uh this is not one of those nights. I still want to see exactly what the Celtics team is. I understand how good Jason Tatum's playing, how offensively efficient this team is being. Um but again, I kind of I have some of that doubt within me that I don't want to. It's not like the Bruins where I can just I just see how good this Bruins team is. Like I just I can feel it in every game. I I can see it. They, there's very few times where I feel like they are ever backed into a corner. Um, yep. And which is one of the reasons why I like to bet them every single game. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so I just I don't have that exact same feeling with the Celtics right now. So this is a game I will not be betting tonight. So last season the Hawks defensively were twenty sixth. In opponents' points per possession, they are fifth to start the year this wow. year. Um, so much better defensive team. Opponent effective field goal percentage uh, was uh, was 24th in the league a year ago, now second in the league right now. So basically they've improved dramatically defensively. Celtics have gotten some soft uh, opponents here. They, To their credit, the, one of the, the game Monday was a game that they definitely thought they were going to lose. Playing a bad Thunder team, had played some big Eastern Conference games, and they had an awesome second half to come back and win. They emptied the tank there, and they go on the road against a much better defensive team. Again, long-term, Celtics are 
even without Ime Udoka, they are a legit Eastern Conference Finals contender and maybe an NBA championship contender. We'll see. But I think tonight's a good spot to buy again. So I'll take the Hawks as a home dog tonight. Uh, Celtics and Hawks Wednesday night basketball. I didn't check this. Didn't check if it was an ESPN game, but uh, check your local listings for your TV game tonight. Uh, no Bruins tonight, Shine. Do we have an NHL bet on this Wednesday? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to bet uh, on the Sabres-Ottawa game. The Sabres have lost five in a row. They aren't a very good team. Um, I'm going to take – but but the one thing they do have – sorry, before I give you my pick. The one thing they do have is Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson has been very, very good this season. Yep. Um, and so I want to bet Tage Thompson's over on shots at three and a half. The points is only a half a point, but it's minus 170, so that's weighted too high for me. So I'm going to give you the over three and a half shots in the game at minus 135 for Tage Thompson. Um, I also really like the idea of playing uh, Ottawa over three and a half in the game at minus 135. I just I don't know who to target exactly on Ottawa. I kind of want to target Stutzel, but I don't have a ton of confidence there. You want goals. Kuch- you want some goals. Yeah. What you want. I kind of I kind of like uh, Kachuk, but at the same time I don't love him, which is why instead I'm going to go with the Ottawa team total. And I think as a team they have a really good opportunity here uh, to score a lot of goals on a Buffalo team that has been bad. They've allowed five, three, seven, four, five over their last five games. Um, and they've lost every single one of those games in regulation. So uh, Ottawa just hasn't been good enough to for me to bet them on the money line, which yep. is the whole reason why I'm going for the team total here. So give me Ottawa over three and a half in the game and Tage Thompson to uh, have over three and a half shots in the game. Again, the Prince of Puck speaks at this point. You should be firing away. Uh, 19 okay. and eight on the season. Again, that's really, really good. And again, if you take the roulette out of his uh, last couple of weeks, he's been very, very good. Yep. Minus a $3 roulette uh, in Vegas. Uh, Patriots are still sitting as a three-point favorite chime. 70% of the money has come in. On the Patriots early on in the betting versus 53% of the bets, so a positive uh, money angle there. The money continues to come in. So this is interesting. So yesterday there was 99% of the money was on the under. It's down to 92%, and I do see it's gone up half a point. I'm seeing 39 in a couple of places. So maybe enough money came in yesterday, Shine, where they bumped it up. I don't know about DraftKings. But I know across some of these lines, 39 is now the new number off 38 and a half yesterday. Yeah, and and that makes it like I told you yesterday. And like you still I, like the over? In yeah, the game. I, I still like the over in this game. Um, yeah, I just I I, I want to bet against the public here. I want to go yep. against the public. I think this game will go over. The last game was what 22 to 17, so it hit exactly yep. 39. So this total is right on that money. Um, still and, getting 38 and a half at DK. Uh, no yep. points bet moved up to 39. Couple other books did. You can still get it at the number that Chime uh, liked yesterday. Yeah. But you so w- with money coming in on the over overnight, are you still going to sit and wait, or is this a number you want to pounce on today at thirty eight and a half? No, I'm probably going to go play this today. I don't want this number to go up at all. I don't want it to get to thirty nine. Um, so for me, I I will probably go play this today when I go to make my uh, Senators and Tage Thompson bet. Yeah, I think it may. I I can't see us. I mean. Is there a major injury that couldn't keep it, you know, from going up? Probably not. It's a, it's got one way to go. When these when these totals start, like there's just people can't help themselves. And I'm, I don't say it's the wrong bet, but you see that low number, it's like I gotta bet the over. Life's too short to bet the under. Of course they can score forty points. Like like you're saying, it was right on the number last time they played. And if Zach Wilson doesn't just as you said throw it to the other team, they're gonna score more points in this game. So I, I like the idea. If you do like the over. Now feels the time to get it. I still don't have a great feel. Nothing changed from yesterday. Nobody practiced. No injury news. Uh, we're still just you know talking in circles about Mac Jones and Matt Patricia and the offense. Bill Belichick. The same topics now for two weeks. I can't wait till they play 
an actual game uh, on Sunday. We do have one NFL thing uh, that I want to talk about, and that is the current MVP odds, Sean. You and I are invested pretty heavily yes, in sir. Lamar Jackson at 20 or 22 to 1. He was as low as 6 or 8 to 1 a couple of weeks ago. And as we reset the odds now heading into week 11, here's your current state of the NFL MVP situation. Patrick Mahomes, a strong favorite at plus 125. Tua has vaulted from 14 to 1 to 3.5 to 1 in a span of like 10 days. He's the second choice right now. Jalen Hurts has fallen to 5 to 1, thanks to them losing on Monday night and him not playing that well. Josh Allen has fallen to 6 to 1, off being plus 350 a week ago at this time because his team lost uh, and he did not play all that well and he's got a bum arm potentially. And then our guy Lamar Jackson is the the fifth highest odds at 14 to 1. Uh, and if you want to go out from there, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, you can ask about any of those you want to get to those. But we we land on Lamar Jackson to 14 to 1 and I said this yesterday. Sham, I don't think it's dead. No, I, by I, no I, means I, is it dead. I don't think it's dead. And I'll tell you why. First of all, where he stands sort of statistically, right? So uh, Mahomes could – if Mahomes throws 50 touchdown passes, I admit it's going to be very tough to in the narrative. If, they, if they're the one seed, and he has eight games to go, so he has to throw 25 touchdown passes in the next uh, eight games. So three, four – no, three – Three, three, little over three touchdowns per game. He's going to get fifty touchdown passes. That will be a tough number to avoid betting on. The next closest is Josh Allen. He has twenty, uh, but nobody else is north of twenty touchdown passes right now in the NFL. So Mahomes at twenty-five-seven ratio, the one hundred six quarterback rating, statistically is in a good spot. And I think I had assumed the Bills were going to be the top seed in the Eastern Con- the Eastern Conference, the AFC. Shime, if you combine you know fifty touchdown passes with the Chiefs getting the top seed. That to you would be the equation for a Mahomes runaway MVP. Yeah. Right? Yep. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. So, the scenario where he doesn't get it. Josh Allen's the only other quarterback with 20 or more touchdown passes. Uh, if you look at quarterback rating today, which I think most people look at as a big number, Lamar Jackson sitting at 93.7 as a quarterback rating. He has 16 touchdowns to six picks, almost a 3-to-1 ratio, and that's not counting – his rushing total, which is really, really good. Uh, Fields is is bonded ahead of him in rushing yards. He's at 749. Fields uh, is like the fifth leading rusher in all of football. He certainly is. He's got an extra game than Lamar does. Yep. So he's played 10. they got a bye still to But his come team up here. stinks, so he's, we don't have to worry about it for MVP. Well, I mean, that, that you're, you're right. I mean, I think if they had won some of these games, instead of becoming the first team ever, Shime, to score 29 or more points in three straight games and lose all three, then Fields would be in a dark horse candidate. But they're not going to give it to a team that doesn't make the playoffs. Correct. So uh, you, uh, we can – you can keep playing him in fantasy because he's winning fantasy leagues. And yes, fantasy he is. Leagues Thank you, single, Justin Fields. Single-handedly. Oh, yeah. Single-handedly. He's a freak. If you haven't played him in DraftKings the last two weeks, you're drawn dead. But my team has put up – like I had Fields and Mixon like two weeks ago <laughs> put up a combined 90 <laughs> points by themselves. <laughs> Like it was, ju- it's, oh. it Fields has been freaking awesome in fantasy. So if you were lucky enough to get it, like in one league, I picked him up. I already had Jalen Hurts, but I picked him up anyways to block other people from getting him, and it's the best decision I could have possibly made. That's a great move. Congrats on that leap for a week. I would kick that guy out who dropped Justin Fields. That just nobody dropped him. Nobody had picked him up. Oh really? This was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. This was wow. right before. This was right oh, after. Off the, off the pot, to be fair, Kyrie was still on the side. Kyrie Thompson came on the show last night. He was pointing out how you know he. Going back to the Patriots for a second, like the the Bears after their bye week revamped their offense and built it around Fields Correct. in two weeks. 
And our point was, we don't trust Patricia to do that with Mac Jones. No, not even and a he little might, bit. He probably had the quarterback to even do it. However, you're right. post bye week has been a different animal. I totally get that. But as we sit here and say how great he's been, he's averaging 7.2 yards per carry. Uh, Lamar's averaging 7.4. So it's not like he's been terrible running the football. He's got one fewer game, and if he has a, a good game against the Panthers, he could vault ahead of, of uh, we have to do quite a bit, but he, he could vault ahead of uh, a field's in rushing, he's got the two rushing touchdowns on the year. Uh, we could use some more of that, right? We could use some more touching, rushing touchdowns there. But the difference here is that he's got the combination of good quarterback rating, good rushing floor, and his team is still really good. And shy, most importantly, and then I'll, I'll stop this 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 monologue. The schedule is about to get so flipping easy for Lamar. And this was the thesis back in the early part of the season. We thought if he could get through the first half, get to the bye week. They won those back-to-back games heading into the bye week, including against the Bucks on Thursday Night Football. Now he gets Panthers, Jags, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Steelers, and Bengals. Yeah, Some of the worst yes. rushing defenses in the NFL, specifically that Falcons team, that Browns team. That Browns team is so bad against so the bad run. against the run. Yeah, and he and 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 so I I, I see scenarios where we get a thousand yards rushing for Lamar Jackson. His quarterback rating gets to 100. They make a run in the AFC, and we get down to the final couple of weeks with two weeks to go against Steelers and, and Bengals. We have a really live ticket on Lamar Jackson. So that's my big thesis on it. You tell me because we're both invested here. Am I being too positive, or is this thing alive here heading into week 11? This thing is absolutely alive. Yes! 100% yes. this is alive. Because uh, Lord knows where Josh Allen stands with this injury. Uh, Jalen Hurts, to me, can only go down. Like, I I still think there's a chance the Eagles lose a couple games uh, down the stretch here, the Cowboys game being one of them. Uh, I mean, you just saw them drop to the Commanders. So this this is kind of football season where anything is possible. They are not infallible. Um, and then it's just the matter of conquering Patrick Mahomes. If you are able to claim the number one seed from the Kansas City Chiefs, I think Lamar Jackson is absolutely a viable candidate. Um, I, honestly, I— See, and here's the thing. Like, all these people lately on Twitter have been posting all these stats about um, about Patrick Mahomes and his efficiency, even though his receiving core isn't as good as everybody else's and blah, sure. blah, blah. And all I, could, all I can think of is if that was the case, Tom Brady would have won the MVP almost every freaking year because he did it with the some of the least weapons and all this other crap. But nobody gives a crap about that. They care about the story. They care about the storylines. Patrick Mahomes is in a good storyline right now. Do you want to know who are the good storylines? To his credit, Tua Tagovailoa is a good storyline right now. And then Lamar Jackson, because he's so electric at throwing and running. And if he single-handedly carries a team to the number one seed in the AFC, he is going to win the MVP. So without it, I think, honestly, in my opinion, the biggest competition right now for our Lamar ticket is Tua. Because if the Dolphins run the table... And Tua continues to light it up like he had. I mean, the last three weeks he has like nine touchdowns, about a thousand yards on like seventy six percent completion and like a ninety six passing grade. He has been awesome. So if if Miami is somehow able to like run the table and beat the Bills and beat the Patriots again and all these other things, then maybe maybe we lose out to Tua of all effing people. But outside of that, if Lamar Jackson can can really dominate the second half of the season and win the number one seed in the AFC, I absolutely believe he wins the MVP. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely alive. I, I was curious to, to run that. The, the, the only pushback I'd have, I, I do think 
the, forget the efficiency. Just the idea of number one seed in the combo of fifty touchdowns would be really tough to, to pay, no matter what Lamar does. Sure, and like, and but, that's understandable. But, but like, and so that's why I'm saying like the biggest caveat for me is Lamar has to get the number one seed. If he gets the number one seed, I think there is a huge. very good chance we win. We win. Well, and also again, the schedule allows him to do it. I mean, they're yep, going to be so they're going to be favored, 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 favored. They're favored in the the next seven games. The only game they might not be is on the road at Cincinnati in that final week of the year. They are favored in the next seven. They already beat the Ravens this year, Bengals once. And by the way, that they might the, the Bengals might be out of it at that point. They're favored in the next seven for sure. And they're facing some teams that give up a lot of rushing yards. I just looked at uh, you know the the Jaguars are bottom twelve in allowing rushing yards to quarterbacks per game this year. So they're on the schedule here too. Mark Andrews missed a game, but is supposed to be back here, right? He missed a game or two. Then the bye week, he's supposed to come back healthy. Harbaugh said he's got a very good chance to play. Andrews coming back will be huge since he lost to Rashad Bateman uh, in that receiving core. Uh, maybe a Deshaun Jackson uh, spike week coming up at some point. He's back in our lives. So I- I'm with you. I think right now Mahomes is the biggest fear for me, and it's it's not even the, the analytics and the metrics, and it's just the, it's that stupid 50-touchdown thing. Like it, Yeah. Football writers are dumb. Like they, they drink their diet cokes and suck down their free food, and they <laughs> they see fifty touchdowns and their eyes light up. And 100%. so, even even Lamar, if Lamar throws, and he's at sixteen right now, let's say thirty touchdowns for Lamar, which is very doable, and rushes for a thousand yards, they're going to see that big fifty, and they're going to they're going to they're going to bet for him. But I'm just saying, if you if you want if you want a live ticket, you want some action for the next seven weeks, fourteen to one is a great spot to get in. I, if you I miss agree. if you miss twenty one before the year, it's not it's not. I'll say this, Sean. It's not getting any lower than this. You're like you're, I mean, it's not getting any higher. You're, you're not going to get a better swing at Lamar's MVP number than right now at fourteen to one. I agree. That's my thesis on this. Yep. Um, I was going to bring up Coach of the Year, but I can't find DK. Apparently, took it down. Is there a Coach of the Year scandal? Do I did I miss something overnight? Is is Jeff Saturday now the favorite because he beat? Uh, I know he took a ton of bets. Uh, really? over the last couple of days, yeah, yeah, he, he like he was taking, he had taken more bets than like six other coaches in the NFL already. Because so I'm looking at it now, I can look at offensive rookie. Defensive yeah, I don't see rookie. it at all. So I, I was curious because you brought up Tua, and I do think there's a scenario where maybe Tua is not likely to win the MVP, but Mike McDaniel, you know, is all coach of a sudden of that co- he's in the coach of the year. Yeah, conversation. Has to be. Um, as is my guy Kevin O'Connell out there with Minnesota, especially yep. now they're lined up with the Eagles the top record out there uh, in the NFC. But I, I'm excited for this Lamar bet because we got to this point and outside of Mahomes, no one's really run away with it. And the Josh Allen point is really good. Like, they, they've lost a bunch of games now. Um, I thought he had the thing won a month ago when he had that hurdle play on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And now he's got the bum shoulder. He threw a couple bad picks. And so that's – it do, It feels – if if Hurts had won on Monday night and played, like, extremely well, I'd feel worse about this, but – he didn't play well. They they lost. They had a, a bad no call on the on the Goddard fumble. Um, but we're alive. We're yes, alive. we are very that much. Feels so. good. That feels good with half a season ago. I mean, look back at the. Do yourself a favor. Go look. Look. Go look at the award favorites. You know, at this time last year, barely half the guys won. Okay, there's mm-hmm. a lot of football left to be played. So don't your season long stuff is not dead unless you're like me and bet the Raiders over <laughs> eight and a half games. That is dead. That is certainly dead. 
Uh, any other football notes, Shime, as we get to the midpoint here of uh, week number, week 11 coming up? We've got Thursday Night Football tomorrow. Anything else uh, you've looked ahead at? Any look-aheads you want to tell people about because you're going to New Hampshire today to bet both the NFL and uh, bet some hockey? No, uh, I got nothing right now. Uh, I'm excited. I think this. I, I, I think we're going to have another good weekend slate of games. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily two competitive teams, but two uh, high scoring teams. Chicago Atlanta is going to be a fun game. Uh, you're going to get a great I like game Thursday night. Uh, so Thursday night looks pretty good. Packers and, and Titans. Yep, right? I agree. Off the win, I agree. Uh, you're also going to get a, a good game out of Dallas, Minnesota, in the 4 p.m. slot on Sunday. I think that'll be great. Uh, and even KC, KCLA, is, is, uh, the Chargers, uh, is, is always a good game. I mean, that was a good game earlier in the season. That's going to be your Sunday night game. That'll also be a good game. So uh, I think we've got a nice nice little slate of games coming up this week, which I'm excited for. Uh, I will tell you, I have, I, I am, I'm betting on them today uh, outright, and it's a big number. And I'm going to put some teasers together already. If, if you're looking for your teaser piece, folks, uh, it is the Buffalo Bills this week. Uh, it is eight and a half. You can see right now you can tease that under three as a home favorite against the Cleveland Browns in allegedly 20-plus inches of snow that's going to land in Buffalo. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Between Saturday that. and Sunday. And I think there is very little shot that Jacoby Brissett and Nick Chubb are going to go into Buffalo after a winter storm and and win that game outright, let alone get it. You know, you, you, Again, teaser piece of the week for me right now, now that it's gone from nine down to eight and a half, Buffalo eight and a half, get it under two, get it under three, Put it together with your your plays and your stupid, you know, should not be betting it, but let's let's bet some teasers bet that you and your buddies do together. Uh, I think it'll probably go back up at some point. Um, so if you can get it eight and a half today and you can tease it, that's my advice for Wednesday. I was I was just I was like looking at that game and I'm like, wait a minute, why is that total so low? That total should be way higher, and that 100 mm-hmm. percent makes sense with all the snow. Uh, absolutely. And like you said, there's some other good games there on the slate. Uh, we get the coaches bowl between Nathaniel Hackett and Josh McDaniels at 405. <laughs> that spot, the Cowboys and Vikings at 425 in a big spot. What's that, buddy? That's my son Bennett who's homesick today. What's that, bud? If the Eagles lose to the Colts and then the Vikings win to the Cowboys, the Vikings go up to first. And- That's right. The Vikings will be Correct. first place in the, not the division, but the NFC, right? Who's your favorite player right now in the NFL? JJ, was that the best catch you ever saw on Sunday? Okay, awesome, you still like, awesome catch. You still like Tom Brady? Kind. Of. Okay, you like Giselle? You're out on Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, subscribe, rate, and review uh, to the uh, <laughs> BetQL Boston podcast featuring Young Bennett Manansky, who is going back to school tomorrow. Right? Okay. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Anything else, Chris Shine, for the people on a rainy, crappy Wednesday morning? No, that, that I think that does it. Good job by you, Muck. Good job by Bennett. Bennett, good job, buddy. Uh, you can't join us tomorrow. You're going to be at school, right? Oh, that's too bad. We're going to have you break down the NHL slate tomorrow. Some other day. All right, Shine, you're the man. We'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. See you, Mutt.